Hello, everybody. Today's episode of Way Off Broadway deals with a musical that has themes and language, and we discuss it on the podcast of Suicide. Listener discretion is advised in regards to that. Also, if you or anybody you know is going through depression and you have thoughts of suicide, just know that there is help. The suicide hotline is 988. You can call and text that, and someone will be able to help you. And most importantly, just know that you are loved, you will be missed, and that uh, the world is a better place with you here. So if if you have those thoughts or if you need to talk, reach out to us. You can reach out to us on our social media. You can reach out to the suicide hotline. There's a lot of different places, but you are cared for, and we want you here. You are now listening to Way Off Broadway. Do you think that, like, people, like, if you're from, let's say, Paris or Versailles and you come to America and you go to, like, a Waffle House and, like, you see people get an all-star breakfast and they bring everything out. Okay. And they look and they've got these, like, little corner pieces of bread and they are spreading butter on them and jam. Do you think that they're like, no, you're doing it all wrong. That's not a toast. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was some tremendous food for thought yeah. on that topic of food. Like, yeah. food that was food for your thoughts. Yeah, like... Do, is it just toast over there? Um, like, why are they not putting syrup on there? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Way Off Broadway, a, a podcast about cuisine, a podcast about uh, world traveling, and most importantly, a podcast about Broadway. Yeah. yeah. Musicals. It's about Broadway sometimes. Um, and last week, we had so much fun. Yes. What show did we do last week, Daniel? Last week, we did Newsies. And did you have fun? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I've lis- I've probably listened to Newsies the most out of any show that we've done this season. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that might change this week. That that, that might change, but all I know for sure, I know one fundamental truth. Yes. Is that I was moving this week, uh-huh. and when Daniel showed up to help me move, uh-huh. the last thing out of his car was Santa Fe, <laughs> and in that moment, I'm like, oh, we got through to our boy. <laughs> I don't I don't know what to tell you, but. Sometimes I'm on a rooftop. <laughs> Sometimes I'm in a cab. Sometimes I'm reading the paper. Sometimes people are striking and they're scabs. Oh. Santa Fe remix. It's Santa re- Fe. A reprise uh, <laughs> 11 years later. Oh, that's that's Baby wonderful. Disney. Um, and, and what else is wonderful is um, this podcast as a concept. Yeah. Break down the concept for anyone who this might be their first episode. Yeah, so we're about, we're, we're, we're in it. We've been doing this for a while. We're seasoned Broadway veterans, but that wasn't always the case. Uh, I am not well-versed in the world of Broadway. I don't know a lot of musicals like a lot of our listeners do, but Christian does. Each week he picks a musical that I've never heard. How do we know that I've never heard it? Because I haven't heard a lot of them. <laughs> and he, he, he checks. He knows about like 17. Yeah, yeah. So like I've told him, I was like, you can't do this one, you can't do that one. So, like, Hairspray, I know Hairspray, so sorry about all the people that are like, good morning, Baltimore. But yeah, I go song by song, we listen to them, 
and I try to guess the plot, and a lot of the times I'm way off, which is why the show is called Way Off Broadway. Yeah, we will we will go song by song. We'll go all the way through. Daniel will give his best guess of what this show could possibly be about. Yep. Then we see how way off Broadway he is, but like we said last week, I really want Daniel on Broadway, okay? Yeah, we're I want trying him to hire succeed. me. I want him on Broadway, like all of you. I'm sure you want him on Broadway as well. Yes. So this week... At the, the certain things we just need to get out of the way is a dark comedy. That's what it is. It, it deals yeah. with sensitive themes at times. Um, like, yeah, and like we're we going to be as respectful yeah. as we can while also going through the source material that y'all love. Y'all have yep. really been asking for this one. Um, this is one that's been blown up in my inbox and a show I really, really love. Um, but like we said, it does deal with some sensitive themes. Yep. So we're going to handle that the best that we can. And speaking of doing the best that he can, I got some feedback from Joel. Yes. He has th- never been happier really? because he's a badass and he knows it. Yeah. This week, I think he's going to like this week too because Joel, it's a little bit of a change. I want to paint a picture. Okay. Yeah. So we had the 60s, the greaser. Right. Now I want you to picture bell bottoms. Bell bottoms? White bell bottoms. Oh my White overcoat, <gasps> black shirt. Oh, the clash! Three buttons down, gold chain, shoulder length hair, and a lot of pizzazz. A lot of pizzazz, a lot of moxie. So why don't we just cue Mister Joel up on this? Because uh, I know he, I think he might be a little under the weather with a little bit of Saturday Night Fever. So let's go ahead and let's play. Let's play him in. <laughs> Good to be here. All right, this week, uh, very excited to be dealing with Heather's, the musical, all right? Music and lyrics, Lawrence O'Keefe, Kevin Murphy. It is based on the film, the 1989 film, um, that was written by Daniel Waters. Uh, Very, very interesting history that makes this dramaturg scratch his head just a little bit. It began with three private readings in L.A. in 2009, all of which starred Kristen Bell as Veronica. Uh, first one in Beverly Hills, and then one in Santa Monica, and the third one at the Coast Theater in West Hollywood. And uh, it was eventually uh, presented as a concert at Joe's Pub in New York, uh, which was directed by Andy Fickman, and it starred Anna Lee Ashford, who's currently in Sweeney Todd, and Jeremy Jordan, who we know from Newsies. Now, it began to start its journey towards off-Broadway, off not off-off-Broadway, but off-Broadway in 2013 um, with previews at New World Stages. Now, this cast included Barrett Wilbert Weed, Ryan McCartan, and Elle McLemore. And uh, there were a few additions to that cast, Jessica Keenan-Wynn and Alice Lee. It began its previews in 2014 and opened in 2014. Now, very, very important. A cast album was recorded in April of that same year. Uh, had, that had a digital release 
in June of 2014. And this is very, very important because everyone got very, very excited about um, this, you know, this recording. And it brought a lot of notoriety to the show. Uh, it eventually had its final performance in August of 2014. Now, this show has a great cult following, okay? Uh, especially uh, teenagers and people in their 20s got and get very, 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 very excited about it. So um, what happened with it, and this is the part where I sort of scratch my head, is similar to what what happened with um, Be More Chill uh, as well. And that is this. Uh, following this, it's off-Broadway run, a number, a number of high schools wanted to do the show and put in put in their request to Samuel French to make this a, a reality. So what happened was they wrote a sort of an abridged PG-13 version, and most of the profanity in the show was deleted. Uh, Big Fun, Dead Girl Walking, and the majority of the songs received rewritten lyrics and all that, and it eventually, it eventually happened a high school version of it in September of 2016 uh, in uh, in Texas. Now, what's interesting about that is so before it can go to Broadway, it's already released for companies to do the show. And so what happens is it doesn't become quite as big of something that people want to get excited about. That could be the reason it never went to New York or it could have been something with casting, something with money. Um, this is a really hard thing to, to sort of gauge. Now, eventually it did go to London. There was a workshop of it in what is called the Other Palace in London, which held five presentations in June of 2017, uh, which featured uh, Charlotte Wakefield as Veronica Sawyer. And then following that workshop, it had its official London premiere at the Other Palace in London, starring Carrie Hope Fletcher. There is also a great pro shot of this uh, that you can find on Roku that you can watch for free. Um, this is a really, really interesting one, um, and I hope that you all get excited about it. The music is music is great, and it's very, very interesting, very, very edgy, very dark. Okay, now our gem for the week. Okay, um, I really had to do some thinking on this one, and I know that uh, you all have amassed a number of followers. We're now becoming real connoisseurs of Broadway and the history of Broadway, and you know, one of the important things that we have learned thus far is that. Shows like Little Shop of Horrors and Beetlejuice and The Producers would not have happened if there weren't shows like Oklahoma or Music Man or West Side Story. Well, where is that ultimate resource for where you can go to find out how we got here? Well, the absolute number one resource for just about anybody where any of this is concerned is a six-part documentary that was done by PBS that was called Broadway, The American Musical. And the reason I recommend this is that whatever you like, you can find it there. Whatever you are curious about, you're going to find it there. As I said, it's in six parts. It starts with Florence Ziegfeld, but it goes all the way to Wicked and the producers. It includes Chorus Line, Michael Bennett, uh, Sondheim, uh, Rodgers and Hammerstein. It includes just about everything uh, that would give you a good idea of exactly how it was that all these things came about and how we got from one place to another. Now, it's narrated by Julie Andrews, who originally came out on DVD all the way back in 2004, but you can go onto YouTube and watch it. 
And it's there in a number of different parts, but it's all there. So just go on to YouTube, put in Broadway the American Musical, and you'll see a picture pop up, and you might see Stephen Sondheim come up, you might see um, Chorus Line come up, and just click on whatever one is there, and, and it, it's all very, very exciting and informative, and you will learn so, so much. Uh, one of the other very exciting things about it I know you've had questions from people about how to be a dramaturg and is there a companion book to that's about the best one for American Broadway musicals. This is it. This is it. There's a book that is connected with it uh, that originally came out in 2004, but it has been updated. It comes all the way to 2016, so it includes Lion King. It includes Hamilton. Uh, so check it out and because it is so, so good. Go to your local library, or you can buy it online for $44.95 or get the DVD for $35, or just go on to YouTube. Watch a little bit of it and learn a little bit and uh, enjoy that gem and enjoy Heather's. Whoa, joke. Wow. I feel like so enlightened. And it also probably like knowing that what we're covering today is a little bit dark. Maybe it's a little bit of a weird to hear Joel's intro and then to hear him talk about this. But we're here. We're here. We're handling things with grace. Yes. I'm trying to. And I, I like I definitely don't want you walking into this thinking that like it's completely um it came so the movie came out in the in the late seventies okay and it's one of just it, it's a movie of its time that like could not be made today Steel Magnolias the musical <laughs> oh absolutely <laughs> <laughs> um but it, it's gonna be a a fun episode because this the show is one of my favorites and it's one of those that every time we're in the car with your wife going somewhere right. Huh? A song may come on, right? Waitress. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> and <laughs> all we know about the darker themes of Waitress. Yeah, you remember the 1978 movie Waitress. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the best way to start something is in the beginning. Yes. Uh, so let's go ahead and start this. September 1st, 1989. Dear Diary, I believe I'm a good person. You know, I think that there's good in everyone, but <laughs> here we are. First day of senior year! And uh, I look around at these kids that I've known all my life and I ask myself, what happened? Freak, slut, burnout, bug eyes, poser, lord ass. We were so tiny, happy and shiny, playing tag and getting chased. Freak, slut, loser, short bus. Singing and clapping, laughing and napping, baking cookies, eating paste. Bull dyke, stuck up, hunchback. Got bigger, that was the trigger, like the Huns invading Rome. Oh, oh, sorry. Welcome to my school. This ain't no high school. This is the Thunderdome. Hold your breath and count the days. We're graduating soon. The year is 1989. Boom boom. Hair metal is on its way out as grunge starts to incorporate the music scene. We've got bands like Temple of the Dog. And like Red Hot Chili Peppers, and like they're kind of taking over at Guns N' Roses, and we've got movies like The Princess Bride. And that's where we're at. We're in 1989. It's a different world. We're about to be the 90s, okay? The era before the boy band. Maybe. I don't know. But this is where it's set. It's set in 1989. Okay. This is Saved by the Bell, the musical. <laughs> Ring, ring. (laughs) No, this is Heather's. And for those of you who are like, how does he know? There's several parts of the song that you may not have heard where they just go, It's Heather 
Heather's. It's Heather's. It's Heather. It's Heather. So that's how I know. And and you know how, how do you know the musical piece of it? Like that there is a musical of Heather's. Uh, could you talk about it a lot? Oh, I before this podcast started. I was a big fan because they did a pro shot on Roku. Roku. Um, you should check it out if you haven't already. And if you're wondering what recording we're using, we're using the world premiere recording. But I will include one song from the West in recording because I think it's the best song in the whole show. We have a, we have a, Do you know what? anything about Heather's? No. I know it's like a high school drama. Okay. And we can work with this. Yeah. This is moldable. Yes. Yes. The so first song, very long. Um, yeah, but it's a lot, lots of world building. We yeah, are setting so the scene. So tell us what we set. We're establishing the world of the geeks versus the goths versus the, the jocks, you know? Okay. And we meet our main character, Heather, who is uh, from a rich family, but she doesn't necessarily fit the topical mold for the the popular kid. So the popular kids give her a little Ty Pennington, an extreme makeover, and... Now she is part of the popular, and there's somebody named Veronica, and I think she's also in the popular kids, and yeah, so we got a new girl into the school. She was kind of a weirdo, maybe maybe not weird, just different, and now she is a popular kid, a plastics. Oh, a, she's a plastics. <laughs> Look at you. Is that, is that, that's right, right? The Tupperwares, the the plastics, the plastics. Uh, te- uh, Teflon, uh, the, pla- the plastics. I think isn't that what they call? Um, I think that's Mean Girls. That's Mean Girls. Yeah, yeah it's Mean Girl vibes. This is Mean Girls, but set in 1989. Okay, okay. Um, On so Wednesdays we, we wear pink. <laughs> when, Wednesdays we wear pink. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who were all the characters? Like, were there any other characters in there? There is a football player who is the smartest player on the team, which isn't saying much. There's somebody who has a pimple that got made fun of, and that's where I'm at. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. What do you think it's so far musically? This is... um, It's fun, yeah. It's it's newer. It's... Yeah. You, you can... You can you're going to get really good at being able to tell a 10-year window of yes. when shows came out. Yes. I um, will say this first song, I think it could have been two parts, but that's just me and my ADHD brain. Okay. So it was a little too long for you. A little too long for me. But I feel May like the record reflect. Eight minutes and 15 seconds is too long for Daniel. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I made it, but I was I was checking the clock. Okay, so this next song will be stuck in your head for the next week, and I apologize. Are we going to have a problem? You got a bone to pick? You've come so far. Why now are you pulling on my dick? I'd normally slap your face off. And everyone here Pretty could watch. Pretty <laughs> vulgar. feeling nice. Here's some advice. Listen up, biatch. Ah. I like looking hot, buying stuff they cannot. I like drinking hard, maxing dad's credit card. I like skipping gym, scaring her, screwing him. I like killer clothes, kicking nerds in the nose. If you like the balls, you can go play. So this song, I think, is sung by Veronica. Yeah? Yes, because she says, shut up, Heather, which is something we've all wanted to say at some point. I could never. (laughs) I, for one, 
I think I'm speaking for a population when when I say saying shut up to Heather cannot happen. Okay. That's right. Welcome to Way Off Broadway. Hi, are y'all are y'all? Welcome doing to the thing? podcast. Hello, How are we're, you? we're now joined by Pago. Pago, what did you think about Kid uh, Candy Store from the, the musical Heather's? One of my favorites. Yeah, not I, lie. yeah, I agree. Are you right there with me? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's right, stellar. Well, it's stellar stuff. I want you guys to just know how appreciative I am of the Mother's Day song. Oh, thank you. Oh, my God. A call in. A true call in. Yeah. Usually a lot of the stuff we do is improvised, but we actually took the time to write those lyrics. Yeah. We so took the time. Yeah. And it was amazing. It it made this little mother's heart just go pitter pat. So oh. nicely done, boys. Nicely done. Thank you. I will let you get back to your show, but thanks for taking my call. Of course. Oh, absolutely. Call any time. Y'all have a great afternoon. Will do. Christian's girlfriend's name is Heather. Yes. So. For those people who are just wondering why we are, I know it's a long time ago, but <laughs> but that is why we said that. Um, shout out Heather if you hear this. Oh, uh, I, I I hope I really <laughs> hope so. One of my pickup lines to her uh, way back when three years ago I'm told was I asked her the question, "Are you a Heather in relation to this musical?" Yes. I don't think she's a typical Heather. Did you know in the 80s, like, th- like that was the real term for, like, a type of person was a Heather, and that's where, like, this kind of comes from? Uh, a B-A-B, a bab? Yeah. A badass bitch? Yeah. Yeah. So, what are we thinking of this song? What's happening here? Uh, break it down for me. I think that Heather is being a bad influence on Veronica. Okay. And Veronica just kind of is like, oh, this is my chance to be popular. Okay. And Heather is like, if you're in, you're in. We're going to do donuts in somebody's yard in my Jeep (laughs) right now, okay? We are not going to class. So I think this is a story of corruption. Corruption, okay. Where eventually Veronica is going to have to decide if she wants to, a la Lindsay Lohan and Mean Girls, if she wants to be a part of this or if she wants to stay true to who she was before. Okay, that's awesome. I, I love where your head is at. I think this show is going to be a lot of fun for you. Yes. Um. Yeah. That that's so great. I'm I'm very excited. All right. Let's just jump into the next one. Okay. I really wish in life, like at work, that would just play in the background sometimes of when things are happening. It's just like, this is the proper tone I need right now. (laughs) I also think for the people that don't know what Heather's is, they're getting a weird glimpse (laughs) into what it, because like the first parts of all three songs are a little on the um, vulgarity vulgarity side. side Um, And even... They give you like a version of it on Riverdale that's really not good because they cut out just enough so that it makes no coherent sense. It's it's kind of like who was this made for? Uh-huh. Um, but um, yeah. So that's to to that degree. Um, if it anyone who this might be your first time listening, go and listen to the whole thing. <laughs> yes, they'll just take our our, our the forty five yeah. second uh, bits on it. Yes, please do yourself a favor. When you see boys fight, does it look so horrible yet? Feel so right. I shouldn't watch this crap, that's not who I am. But with this kid, damn. Oh, Veronica's got a crush on the dumb football player. Hey, 
So Veronica, she's sitting at lunch. All of a sudden, a fight breaks out. Yes. Punches are being thrown. And as the punches are being thrown, her brain is like, bloop, 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 bloop. And she's in this dream sequence where she's just picturing the guy beating the crap out of the other guy, like running on the beach with like a <laughs> life preserver, like Baywatch style. And she's like, wowie, wowie. I wish this guy would fight for me. And she just kind of talks about how like if they were in a relationship, she would fight for him and she, he would fight for her and they would just kind of be a, a team. And that is kind of the, the lesson of this song where she is kind of talking to herself about how much she likes this guy. And at the end, she might have asked him out or that could have just been uh, like a, a part of the song. Okay. Very cool. Um, I love the point of the, uh, or rather, the line of "you can punch real good." Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, you can punch real good. He's a good puncher. Yeah. This unnamed man. He, Deacon. He, His name is Deacon. You are incredible. Yes, you are incredible. Yeah, Deacon um, punches really good. Deacon punches real good. I mean, that sounds like something you'd hear like some redneck say. Deacon punch real good. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know Deacon. Y'all know Deacon? Yeah, he works there at the gas station. Deacon, he punches real good. <laughs> so, so far, we're only three songs in, right? Yes. If you could break down for me so far what we kind of know. Because Heather yes. is a B.A.B. If you don't know what that is, look it up. Badass bitch. And <laughs> she has money and wealth, or maybe that's Veronica. And she's like the head of the the Mean Girls, and Veronica comes in. She's a new new student who's got what it takes to be a plastic, and then uh, but she just like like Princess Diary style just needs the Mia Thermopolis treatment. So they give her a makeover, and now she's a part of this plastics. But maybe that's not who she really is. She's struggling, but there's a dude she likes, and then she sees him punching and punching and punching another kid, and she's. In love. See, sometimes violence can bring us together. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay, so that's basically where we're at. Um, so let's, um, maybe we can hear, hear from that guy. Oh. I've been through ten high schools. They start to get blurry. No point planting roots because you're home gone kid, in a maybe. My dad keeps two suitcases oh, packed in the den, dad. so it's only a matter of when. I don't learn the names, don't bother with faces. All I can trust is this concrete oasis. Seems every time I'm about to despair, there's a 7-Eleven right there. Each store is the same, from Las Vegas to Boston Linoleum aisles that I love to get lost in I pray at my altar of slush Yeah, I live for that sweet Oh, this song's about 7-Eleven <laughs> You like 7-Elevens? I think there needs to be more love songs about 7-Elevens um, Yeah, specifically slushies like Oh my god Slurpees, actually I think they're the best Uh like slushy mm -hmm. gas station like of that consistency i just i think no other gas station slushy is better than a slurpee um so in louisiana they would put up signs next uh -huh. to the slushies that said do not pour alcohol in the slushy inside the gas station yeah wait till you get into the parking lot like a real <laughs> like a real louisiana 
<laughs> Louisiana. Yes. Is that what you guys call yourselves? Louisianans? Um, we don't really call ourselves anything. Yeah. Like, like Louisianians? Louisianans, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Um, so that was the song. We, we we got some background. Um, what did you think of the song? What do you think of, of this character? What are we thinking? So his dad moves around a lot, probably in the military. Okay. His mom's um, not with us. Okay. Um, a la Dead Mom song from Beetlejuice. Just remember, there are only two musicals in this world. A Mother's Day musical or a Dead Mom musical. Yes. <laughs> and we always follow them up with <laughs> one after the other. Um, and he just kind of like, no matter where he goes, there's always a 7-Eleven. And it's like the most closest thing he has to a home. He's cool as hell, right? Yeah, he's got he's got tats. He's like Joel last week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a... The, I I am here for that visual. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, for anyone who are curious what Joel looked like last week, go yeah. on social media, right? Check out our Instagram. There's a picture of him uh, all, uh, all dolled up <laughs> with nowhere to go. Um, so this character's name is Deacon. Deacon. Okay. Deacon Punch, real good. Damn, Damn it, Deacon, I ain't seen nobody punch that hard since Mike Tyson. That boy's got hands. That boy's got fists. A true haymaker indeed. That You better watch out because Deacon, he'll knock your lights out. Deacon punched the pastor. Are you ready for some fun? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to find out why Deacon punched the pastor. Man, it's time to rave. I really want to slurp you right now. What? I said I really want to slurp you right now. Yeah, th- this show's going to do that to you. That's kind of the d- disclaimer that isn't mentioned that you're going to want to slurp you 1000%. But that's that's something I could make happen, so I'm okay with it. Being an adult's pretty cool sometimes. Yeah. I've gotten to the point. <laughs> Sorry. Slurpy talk. Slurpy talk. <laughs> That's the theme song for this part of the show. I've gotten to the point where, like, I always, if I get a Slurpy or I get a slushy, I go with the smallest size. Because, really? Yes. Because it's really, first off, Slurpees are only good for the first half, right? And then it's just work. It's the only drink <laughs> that you have to work for. Uh, milkshakes you have to work for sometimes. I wouldn't call like milkshake toppings. a drink. Like, I'm not going to, like... I don't know. We can discuss the merits of of milkshakes as a drink on our Patreon. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I've, I'm going with the smaller Slurpee now, just because it's like quick. I can drink all of it. Do you bef- think it's like the adequate amount? Like I think the it is. Amount? Yeah, like you're not going to worry about feeling really bad. You can still mix flavors. It, I think it's just the small Slurpee. Okay, I'm, I'm here for that. I'm glad that you have found the. The perfect answer. It's that thing, though, where you have to, like, especially at somewhere like Sheets, where all sizes are the same. You kind of have to be like, "Hey, it's not a, it's not like if you don't, if you don't, if you get the large, you don't like." You have to tell yourself you don't have to get the large. Yes, it's the same price, but it's okay to get the smaller cup. I always feel really weird about that because it's like I'm paying for this. I better get the most bang yeah. for my buck. I'm gonna get a 32 ounce. You don't need a 32 ounce, okay? <laughs> get yourself a small Slurpee and thank me later. My favorite Slurpee flavor 
Slurpee. <laughs> My favorite Slurpee flavor right now is they have a pina colada one at Seven uh, Eleven. That's yeah. good. And if you put like a little bit of the blue raspberry, it's kind of like an ocean water at Sonic. Ooh. So Sonic ocean water, n- not a slushy, but it is an iced like. We could I could talk about beverages that are <laughs> not quite like r- soda, but not quite like ice cream all day long. So let's get back into the show that ends today's Slurpee talk. I'm so sorry, Christian. Drink, smoke, it's all cool. Let's get naked in my pool. Watch the wall and start a fight. Ain't nobody home tonight. His folks got a waterbed. Come upstairs and rest your head. Let's rub each other's backs while watching porn on cinema. I'm so sorry, Mom. Are gone. It's time for big fun. We're up till dawn. Having some big fun. Our most vulgar episode yet. What? Is there most vulgar episode yet? Oh, yeah. It's so it's, sorry. It's, we, we that's had the disclaimer. <laughs> this one's for the big brothers. <laughs> we took care of the moms last week. This one's for the cool older brother. This is very much a example of... Um, we often joke about, yeah. I don't know if it ever makes the cut, but about way off Broadway after dark. Yes. This is an after dark episode, yes. thus the disclaimer. <laughs> this one's for the cool uncles out there. <laughs> <laughs> Too hot for liquor cabinet, it's big fun, big fun, big fun. Big fun. Okay, 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 so it's salt, and then lime, and then shot. No, it's salt, then You're shot. You're doing it wrong. Christian. These kids need to be stopped. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Yeah. When I was in high school, yeah, I was a member of the Cootie Squad. <gasps> no, not you. No. Yeah, sorry. I don't know actually what that means. I trusted you. What is the Cootie Squad? Um, I think they're saying that like, oh no, someone is here. Like, stay away from them. They have cooties, but like, uh, stay away from them. Oh, I'm not on the Cootie Squad. <laughs> I'm going to be like running for president one day And there's just like my opponent's going to take a clip That says I just want to let you know I was on the cootie squad It's going to be like do you want this man <laughs> Running our country <laughs> I so, would love more than anything to, to, to film a like fake political ad Like with the sound clip And be like is that who you want Leading our future A proud member of the cootie squad <laughs> Stay away from us Once a member of the cootie squad Always a member of the cootie squad <laughs> Protect so yourself America Let's lice all these cooties Okay so the parents are gone Yes. When the parents are away, the kids will play and they'll throw in a party. Yeah. They'll a ridiculous party. A ridiculous party. If the stereo blows, who cares? They'll replace it kind of party. Oh, man. It's big fun. Big and fun. I I feel like we've been on this song for a very long time because this song didn't incorporate uh, Slushy Corner and all those other things. But it was a fun song. There's a... The Shut Up Heather... Shut Up Heather Cootie Squad. That's like a TikTok thing. Yeah. So... I well, have I heard mean, that before. What happened first, the chicken or the egg? Uh, well, I'm just saying, like, it was a trend on TikTok. Okay, very so, cool. So, of course, the source material had to exist first, but... So, when the movie um, came out... Right? Oh, is that from the movie? Originally from the movie. Okay. The director, when he was writing it, wanted to make a point of having its own kind of... Um, language. Language 
to a certain degree so that it can be timeless because mm-hmm. it's not from the 70s. It's not from the 80s. It's it's unique to itself. Yes. So certain things, because the, the movie had this cult, like it bombed, mm-hmm. box office-wise it bombed, but it had a cult following. Yeah. Um. So, but, but because of that, like certain phrases are f- pulled from the movie are still used today. And yeah. the fact that on TikTok that... Th- a yeah. trend was there um, yep. that dates back to the movie. Um, yeah, brain 30, freeze. 30, is, brain freeze did later. not exist before this. Yeah, it, it, I, I want you to know that that you you can fact check me on that. Yeah, neither did Seven Elevens. Seven Elevens were created because of this movie. I'm here for that. Did you know there's more Seven Elevens in Japan than there is in all of America? Let's Tell listen to more. that next song. No. <laughs> these, these people are like, please, Slurpee Talk. He, he, he said Slurpee Talk was done. Wait. He knows so much about 7-Eleven. Why are they doing a podcast about Broadway? They're wasting their brains. <laughs> I would donate to a Patreon to, to make them stop. Yeah, if you guys want Slurpee Talk every week, it's going to be $5 a month. <laughs> Mostly just to pay for the Slurpees. <laughs> so this not so this next song deals okay. with sex positivity. Okay. Yeah. Um, and is kind of renowned as the song of the show that people just love. Yeah. Are you, love. Are you ready to love this song? I'm ready to love this song. <laughs> I tell my mom to skip this episode. <laughs> the demon Sheila, I'm sorry. Has decreed it. She says Monday 8 a.m. I will be deleted. They'll hunt me down in study hall, stuff and mount me on the wall. 30 hours to live, how shall I spend them? I don't have to stay and die like cattle. I could change my name and ride up to Seattle. Grunge. But I don't own a motorbike. Wait, here's an option that I like. Spend these 30 hours getting freaky. Yeah, I need it hard. I'm a dead girl walking. Veronica did something where she's no longer popular. So she has like 30 hours. What do you, what do you think she did? I don't know. I think maybe she, like, stopped something bad from happening. Ooh. You know how, like, the popular kids like to cover shit up? I think she oh. maybe uncovered some So she has real protagonist energy here. Yeah, I think so. But, um... What she wants to do with that 30 hours before Monday? She wants to, uh, as Shakespeare would say, make the beast with two backs. Ooh. That's all we'll... <laughs> we won't elaborate on that. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know more, it's on Roku. <laughs> yeah, it's on Roku. <laughs> Listen to the soundtrack. If you have an Amazon Fire Stick, sorry. Think. Long and hard. Conjure her up in your mind. What would she say? What's her final statement to a cold, uncaring planet? Dear world, believe it or not, I knew about fear. I knew the way loneliness stung. I hid behind smiles and crazy hot clothes. I learned to kiss boys with my tongue. That's good. But oh, the world it held me. Down, uh, it weighed like a concrete from Queen Crown. No one thinks a pretty girl has feelings. No one gets her insecurity. I am more than shoulder pads and makeup. 
the cops. So what's happening here? Yeah, a lot just happens. And so something happened with the popular kids. Yeah. And Heather accidentally dies. Accidentally dies, okay. Or they killed her. I don't either way, like it wasn't and as a result, in order to like um kind of get out of like paying for it, they wrote a suicide note. And they kind of framed her death as a suicide. Uh, but the problem is they did a really, like, like they wrote the suicide note in a way that... Was it too good? It was too good. And now it's kind of being used, like, as, like, reading material in the school to show, like... How deep she was. Yeah, like... And what we all can learn like You can this. never, like, just because... No matter what somebody is like looking like out outward wise, you never really truly know what's going on on the inside, which is true. Always check on your friends. If anybody ever needs somebody to talk to, there's always somebody to talk to and people care about you. So that's just kind of a statement. Now let's get back into things. Um, but now Heather is kind of this like folk hero within the school, like a Joan of Arc type so she figure. was popular when she was alive. But, but hated. Yeah, but now... Everybody hated her, but now she's, like, being idolized. So, and she might be a ghost. Okay. I think she might be a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> because okay. she was like, oh, they love me. They really love me. And and we've established that she passed away. So okay, so that's what happened in this song. Okay, that's, that's a pretty good rendition. In the police? Uh, the police, yeah, the note worked. The note worked. Let's just it see fooled the cops. Before we do this next song, uh-huh. I need to preface this. Okay. So this is when we're deviating from this recording. Both versions of this song are incredibly problematic, and we we at Way Off Broadway do not condone this next song in any in any capacity. Um, though we have to present the show as it is. So the version of this, so typically the song Blue. We're not using as in the most recent run in the West End. They rewrote it to make it less problematic. It's still pretty problematic, but again, we're just yep. As we go through the show, we're presenting it as it is. Is it worse than um, Shapui, Shapoopy, Shapoopy? Yes. Okay. Oh, you can't just leave. Not when you're dressed like that. Dressed like what? This is what I always wear. Yeah, and it's torture. How can you expect us to control ourselves when you look like that? Dear diary, here we are in the dark 50 yards. I uh, can confirm everything Christian said. (laughs) (laughs) That song was horrible. Um, Uh, And just remember, the original was worse. The original was worse. So, Um, um, But yeah, that's the version that the writers are most comfortable with now. I I hope it gets reworked (laughs) before. Yeah, maybe we... um, Because the story of the show is it was off-Broadway, never made it on Broadway, and there's some drama there. Okay. That was that song. Yes, um... Next song. <laughs> yeah, let's dive back into some plot. They made you cry, but that will end tonight. You are the only thing that's right about this broken world. Go on and cry. But when the morning comes, we'll burn it down and then we'll build the world again. Our love is God. 
Okay, what? so I'm kind of piecing things together. Yeah. So I think that Ram. Yeah. Not not Dakin. Ram is with Veronica, and they're trying to get back at the bad people in the school. And uh, I think after what they did to Heather, they realized this is a kind of a plot. Like, this is something we might be able to do, like, more planned. And so they were going to get rid of two of, like, the big meathead bullies. I think maybe the ones that, from the last song. Okay. And... um. He said that he had this, like, special bullet that was, like, a tranquilizer bullet. And it would just, like, knock him out. And, like, but he actually, it sounded like he used real bullets. And she's like, what is happening? So, who, so murder happened. Yeah, murder. I think murder might have always been about to happen. But I think that their plan was to, like, make it look like they aren't the ones that so, did it. So, Okay. But he kind of deviated from the plan and just straight up killed them. Okay, so plot-wise, for anyone who wasn't listening, what what was the whole plan and what happened according to what you heard? They had a special type of bullet that was supposed to be a tranquilizer bullet. Mm-hmm. And they were going to frame them for uh, committing suicide. But instead of doing that, Ram had real bullets in the gun. And uh, he shot the first one. The guy freaked out. And then he shot the second one. And she's like, why did you do that? That wasn't the plan. Okay. Um, don't you hate it when the love interest turns into a sociopath? Yes. The worst. This is a wild musical. <laughs> it, it was one that um, I remember. Why do you people like this? <laughs> why was this so heavily requested? You guys are sick and twisted. <laughs> so I remember. Um, for we the- could have been doing the Little Mermaid. <laughs> but no. <laughs> So for a long time, the only song I knew in this show was Freeze Your Brain. Yeah. Like that was the only song. And one day I decided, because my sister said, you'd really like this show. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so I, I listened to the show. I had never seen the movie. Yeah. I knew nothing. And just, I did what you were doing now of trying uh-huh. to piece this together the whole time. I'm texting her, what the hell is this <laughs> musical? What did you do to me? Why, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> what? What did I do? I did not sign up for this. <laughs> so that's the end of the first act. Okay, cool. Um, and because we are not a theater, we will not take the 15-minute intermission. We'll jump right in. But if you want to take a 15-minute yeah, intermission, go for it. drink some water. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's always important. Like, you don't want to forget about that. Take care yeah, of yourself. This is your reminder to drink water. Um, maybe take a little, get some fresh air. Um, yeah. We'll awesome. see you when you get back. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Okay, so I, I guess the best place to start that is to connect again yeah, in, is with in the, the beginning. First, yeah. The prologue. You wait just a minute, Paul. <gasps> it is ignorant, hateful talk like yours that makes this world a place our boys could not live in. They were not dirty. They were not wrong. They were too lonely. Oh, it's back In the Lord's great song. Our boys were pansies, Bill. Yes! My boys are homosexual. And that don't scare me can- none. I was, I didn't include that when I was giving my synopsis because I, <laughs> I was know. trying to help you there. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, that, well, what are we missing? I was like, that seems a little problematic. I, we don't need to talk about that. But in their note that they left for these these two gentlemen, they said that they were doing this because they were in love with each other and the world wouldn't accept them. 
And I was like, that seems kind of bad. So that's why I didn't include it. But here we are. It's a part of the plot now. And it seems like every th- person that they try to paint in this bad way are getting painted as heroes. My goal with this podcast, Daniel, from the beginning is just to challenge you just a little bit. Yes. And I'm glad that we're getting there. Yeah, this one. Yep. <laughs> it's fun musically though. I don't. I don't want people to think I'm kidding. Right? I love my dead gay son. I've been thinking, praying, reading some magazines, and it's time we opened our eyes. Well, the good Lord made the universe. The Lord created man, and I believe it's all a part of His gigantic plan. I know God has a reason for each mountain and each flower, and why He chose to let our boys get busy. So they're trying to (laughs) (laughs) like make these people that are passing away at their own hands seem bad. Yeah. But the plan is backfiring. And the funny thing about that plan is that it's actually doing good. Yeah. In the community as a whole. Like, of course, deaths are bad. Murder is bad. But... Better mental health awareness. So, <laughs> <laughs> like in its own way, did they teach them tolerance? Yeah, that's all. I mean, I hate that it had to come at that price. Medic. Um, the two dads allude to something here too. Yes, they had a, a fishing trip in the eighties that was um adventurous in a, a hell of a summer Shakespearean way. <laughs> Shall I compare I, thee to a? I think my cave? favorite, my favorite thing about this episode is you are struggling with this. <laughs> like he's walking on very thin ice that he has laid there himself. I did not lay this ice here, Christian. <laughs> he, he is tiptoeing, but something at the you knocked on my door show. and you said, "Hey, come here real quick." And then there's just a banana peel, and I had, that's where I'm at. Okay. Um. The thing with this show, and I think this is part of why people love this show, is it's so ridiculous and out there ridiculous that it's not meant to be taken seriously. Uh They are dealing with serious things, but to its core, it's a dark comedy from a cult-following movie from the 80s starring Winona Ryder and Christian Slater. Christian Slater. Last week we had Christian Bale. This week we have Christian Slater. And we always have Christian Rainey. There we go. There we go. Love to see it. Yeah. Um, so that was a fun song, right? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it was. Yes. It was a fun song. All oh, the music man. has been fun so far. I, I didn't think after producers I could ever break you. <laughs> because the the reason we started with producers, I'm, like, I'm going to start with the most out there one I know. Yeah. To set the tone that musicals can be anything. Uh-huh. But here we are, and you're like, this whole show. I am enjoying it, but it's that thing where it's like, we're like, I don't know. Next song. (laughs) I'm having fun. Christian's having fun. Fine. Or damaged. Really damaged. This is like Beetlejuice meets Mean Girls. Yeah. We're not special. We're not different. We don't choose who lives or dies. Let's be normal. See bad movies. This kind of sounds like uh, speaking of Beetlejuice. We'll bake brownies Um, or go bowling. Don't you want a life with me? Starts with an L. Can't we be 17? Lydia. (laughs) 
can we break down that the comparison you just made that Winona Ryder was both those roles in the movie version? Oh, really? Isn't that fun? That is fun. You kind of yeah. came on that on your own yeah. through like characterization, but mm-hmm. she originated both roles. Yes. And they came right after each other. She, mm-hmm. she was 15 for both. Yes. Um, like 14, 15. And she initially, um, they, they were her, uh, this movie, like the third choice. She was not the first two choices because uh-huh. they thought she looked too much like a kid because it was coming off of Beetlejuice. Oh, interesting. I've never seen the original Beetlejuice, but does she play like a younger? Well, I mean, I guess you have to to be. Lydia's young, yeah. like 13, 14. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that's very cool that you came on that conclusion kind of on your own that like the yep. characters are kind of similar. That's all I want to do If you could let me They vanish And you're right It really blows But we let go Take a deep breath And go buy some summer clothes We'll go camping Play some poker And we'll eat some chili fries Maybe prom night Maybe dancing Don't stop looking in my eyes So they're kind of at a point where they want to, like... They've committed these murders, and they're like, "We just, I just want to be kids, like go to prom and like do all this stuff." But, um, but yeah. So, do you, do you think that means they're they're gonna stop all this craziness? Uh, I think they're just gonna like take a night to go play putt putt, and then they're gonna be right back at it. <laughs> Everyone needs an off night. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to B Dubs. They're <laughs> they're watching the USC fight at B Dubs. <laughs> Okay, um, so where where do you see this going? To hell in a handbasket. I think they're going to get caught. Okay. Um, okay. Um, do you have any additional thoughts, or do you just want to go into the next one? I think I think we're, we're good. We can roll on through to the next. Roll on through to the other side. This is kind of like the song in Adam's Family where they go around the circle. Full disclosure is the yes. game that you play. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is the full disclosure. Um, yeah, this this musical has like... Kind like of shades of a lot of things. Shades that, of like Adam's Family. Shades of Beetlejuice. Well, like what's interesting about that is all those... Shades of Rent. Like, do you know Rent? 1,800, 200 kittens. <laughs> yeah, I know Rhett. <laughs> Do I know Rhett? First of every month. <laughs> Sometimes the fifth. <laughs> Depends on when the money falls. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, that's very telling of musicals of the time that certain musicals sound very similar. Yeah. Um, and But the examples other than Rhett that, that you listed are very... Um, yeah. Yeah. 
that yeah. kind of sound. So this was the full disclosure song. Do you have any thoughts on it? Um, do it was you fun, yeah. Everybody just kind of going around snazzing sh- on their business. Okay. Well, this next song deals with some sensitive themes. Okay. Um, so we're just going to play that song. It's a great song. It's okay. a very, very good song. I believe you. I float in a boat in a raging black ocean, low in the water and nowhere to go. Tiniest lifeboat with people I know. Cold, clammy, and crowded. The people smell desperate. We'll sink any minute, so someone must go. The tiniest lifeboat. So, this is Veronica, and it seems like maybe a lot of things might be catching up to her. Like, like I said it from the beginning, I thought that she was pretending to be somebody she's not. And I think that it's getting to the point where the pressures of continuing to be that person are getting very... It's too much weight. It's too much weight. And she's in this tiniest light boat where uh, she could fall overboard at any minute. Uh, so, yeah. Who do you think is kind of running the school now that... Um Main Heather is gone because if if like a spot was open that had to be filled. I by think she someone. probably is. Yeah, I think she took over. Okay, I, I I don't know anybody else. Paul Paul died. No, Paul was the dad. Okay, yeah, so I think it's Veronica. Okay, I'm just <laughs> I'm realizing something you didn't catch, and uh-huh. oh my god. <laughs> to live why not kill yourself here have a sedative why why Can we break down how much of this show makes me uncomfy? Yeah. I'm Some of the select songs in it I love because yes. it's like very good musical theater. Some of it just makes me like want to crawl out of my skin. Yeah. This is, there are parts that are fun and then there are parts where they're not fun. And this last one was kind of mean. And yeah. What, I don't what do think you, she's running the school. <laughs> what do you think happened there? Like, I think maybe like she got a, like a crack in her foundation, and they kind of recognize her for who she is, and now they're real, real mean, like the popular kids. Okay, the Tupperwares. So the Tupperwares. Okay, so this next song is a song that was not in the original, but is the best song in the show. Um, is this the Western version? Then? Yes, this is the the Western version. Um, okay, and when. I um I was talking to someone at work about doing this, and, and they said you have to include if you do the original recording, you have to include this song because this song yeah. is awesome. So we're yeah. gonna listen to that song. Okay. You are a drug. You are a poison pill. I've got to kick you tell me who this is singing now. because it, Veronica. Okay. Because I never will. I love the rush. 
That was a bop. Can confirm. Yeah, can confirm. That was a bop. So what's happening here? This is her and we're not going to take it song. She's just like, uh-uh, we're not doing it no more. I'm done with all of you rapscallions. Maybe she's going to come clean to the police because she is an accessory to murder. <laughs> okay. So that's her just saying she's done. That's it. That's, yeah. That's, that's finito. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Are you proud of her? I mean, she's still, an, like I said, an accessory to murder, so. Oh, it takes a lot to get to that moment, though. Like. Yeah, maybe. So the internet, a lot of the internet really likes this song for the deeper meanings it has in regards to, like, toxic relationships. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Because in the beginning of it, she, like, he goes to say something and she stops and uh, and says, when you talk, I, I cave in. Yeah, and, and so, but so this song means a lot to a lot of people. Oh, I bet. Um, but because it is this like defiant final act of defiant act to be like, no, mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm done. Like, yeah, you're a drug, and like I'm going to die if we keep on doing this. Yeah, for sure. Um. So yeah, that was that song. I love that song a lot. Um. Um. Yeah. How are you liking the show? Yeah, it's. I don't know. How are you liking the music, Daniel? The music's good. <laughs> the music's fun. <laughs> All right, let's go into this next one. There was a boy I met in kindergarten. He was sweet. He said that I was smart. He was good at sports and people liked him. And at nap time once we shared a mat. I didn't sleep, I sat and watched him breathing Watched him dream for nearly half an hour So Veronica now is like no longer like dealing with this stuff, right? She said I'm over it and now she's starting to look back on her roots Okay Of where she was uh, at a younger point in time Looking back on who she was what was really important to her, and she was thinking back on uh, a former love, a former friend, who she cast aside for popularity. Okay, that okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, we we are quickly going through this show. We have about five more songs. Okay, and they're gonna fly. Ooh, I just wanna fly. Martha dump truck took a belly flop off the old mill bridge last night holding a suicide note. Oh. oh my god. Is she dead? Just some broken bones. Just another geek trying to imitate the popular people so and problematic. failing miserably. Yes. Young girl, keep it together. I knew you would come far. Now you're truly a heather. Smell how gangsta you are. I'm so sorry. No, girl, feel a bit punchy. She's not looking so well. Still, you've earned that. 
Your depression, your thoughts of suicide. He even showed us your copy of Moby Dick. He's got your handwriting down cold. All right, so I think we have another. I don't. Either somebody is like actually like going through something and uh, had an attempt of suicide, or this dude is at it again. And then I think there are ghosts. I think that everybody in Heather's is a ghost. Like okay. They're like a club now. Everybody that's been killed are like clubs. And they have red scrunchies and they're like haunting people. And they were like, no, it's not your time yet. You got to go out there and you've got stuff to live for. If we knew it what I know now, you know, from Beetlejuice. Yeah, from Beetlejuice. This is like that song, but for Heathers. Okay. That is a interpretation. I am proud. And then Veronica's running on like fumes or whatever. Okay, so someone came into her house. So she, she, she oh, was yes. home. Ram is in her house. Yep. Okay, cool. Are, are you ready for this next song? Boy, am I. <laughs> All is forgiven, baby. Come on, get dressed. You're my date to the pep rally tonight. Pep you rally. chumped me out like I was trash for that. You should be dead. But, but, but then it hit me like a flash. What if high school went away instead? Those assholes are the key. They're keeping you away from me. They made you blind, messed up your oh, mind. No. But I can set you free. You left me and I fell apart. I punched the wall. And cried, bam, bam, bam. Then I found you changed my heart and set loose all that truth bullshit inside. And so I built a bomb. Tonight our school is Vietnam. Well, well, just when I thought that this this is more dark than comedy, way more dark than comedy. Do you remember the beginning when you were like, yeah, I, this is like me, girls, like a teen drama. Yeah, this is pretty, pretty dark. Uh, dark comedy though Yeah There's some humor in there Yeah there's some humor there's some in there There's some music There's some dancing There's some music There's some dancing And then now there's a bomb And um But what we're gonna do our best to do here Daniel right Yes Is We're not gonna shit on it Are you I'm ready not, No Are I, you ready to not To not with me I am not gonna shit on this I think this might have something to do with, like, maybe I need to go to therapy because this is just <laughs> making me uncomfy. <laughs> but uh, so Ram is trying to ram through the door <laughs> of Veronica's room, and he finds Veronica, and it seems as though she has taken her own life. What's and his big plan? To blow up the school and make, like, this dude is, like, genuine, like, this is, like, genuine, dumb, airhead, to a T because he thinks that he could just like blow up the school and everybody will believe that it was like a, like a mass, like suicide. Like Ram is delusional. Veronica is no longer with us because of his actions. I, where do you think this ends? I don't know. I was just thinking. I was like, obviously, there's going to be takeaways. I and mean, I think it's going to have to do with, like, just making sure that, like, just a, another reminder, you are loved. Like, people care about you. It may not always seem that way. Uh, mental health is very important. I know that that's something that Christian and I both, like, we don't always have the best days. And it can be tough. And we 
you're not alone. I think we should just put that out there in the middle of this because you aren't. Um, just like Veronica wasn't alone, um, I guess. I, I don't know. <laughs> I think by by the end of this, you yeah. have um, contrary opinions to the opinions you have right now. Well, I, I, I'm not going to change the fact that everybody is loved and people like... Oh, oh, yeah, like, not that piece, but, like, how you currently feel about the show. I think when you actually hear what the plot is... Okay. It might shift you a little bit. Okay. Um, I, just, I, just a little pivot. Lord, I hope so. <laughs> I, this is one where I'm hoping to be wrong. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's see if you're wrong. This, this is actually just a big episode of South Park. <laughs> you bastards. You killed Kenny. And then wrote his suicide note. (laughs) (laughs) This episode was worth it for that. I wanted someone strong who could protect me. I let his anger fester and infect me. His solution is a lie. No one here deserves to die except for me and the monster. about a lot of things. Oh, I threw together a lovely tribute, especially considering the short notice. Oh, is she going to frame him? the gym, the boiler room. Like that's it. Him, like, Veronica, what's going on? Got no time to talk. I'm a dead girl. Or is she going to pretend to be a ghost and like, scare him into uh, admitting to all of the crimes? Veronica isn't dead. Yay! I think she was just playing that, like, to get back at him. But she goes to the school to try to stop him with his bomb plot. But at the end, we hear a boom. Now, it wasn't a huge boom. Okay. If if you were telling me you were going to blow up a school, I would think that the boom would be bigger. Okay. But we do hear a boom. Okay, so and that song kicks ass. Like I'm a dead girl. Wow, that that might be my favorite song. Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah, and the reprise there, it's good. Like yeah. the beginning just gets me hype because musically, it's just like, ooh, this is the right spot for this show. Like, yes, this yes. is this is when I think they really hit their stride. Oh yeah, um, three songs from the end. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's one of those like endings that like the the last three songs. Yeah, because they're bang bang bang. Um, like it could be a twelve minute song, and yeah. it's like, oh, this is the end. Like, yeah, this, is, yeah, this yeah. is how we're wrapping up. Um, I, I pointed this out off off recording, but when I picture Ram, I am now picturing Syndrome from The Incredibles. <laughs> it's just, it's in my head. That's what's happening right now. So, I mean, the whole idea of blowing up a school and having a like a fake suicide note. That's a syndrome idea. That's a syndrome ass. That's a syndrome ass idea. Because the school was society. <laughs> very uh, grunge. Very. Heroes don't wear cape syndrome. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next song. I am damaged. <laughs> 
Far too damaged. But you're not beyond repair. Stick around here. Make things better. Cause you beat me fair and square. Please stand back now. Little further. Don't know what this thing will do. Hope you miss me. Wish you'd kiss me. Then you'd know I worship you. I'll trade my life for yours. And once I disappear, clean up the mess down here. Our love is God. Our love is God. So here's what's going to happen. This is... This is, I am on to something, okay? Okay, okay, let's hear it. Aliens, no. <laughs> so, uh, not a huge laughing matter, but here I am. Um, <laughs> it looks like he's barely bro, like, cracked yeah, the code. Yeah. If you're if the video of this, I'm I'm just like, I have my hand on my forehead, like, oh, uh, like, I've, like, like you finally the, did it, guys. Like, the journalist, that, like, working on a story for 30 years, and they're like, <laughs> and, and he finally sees that the line was connected the yeah, whole time. Their wife left them, and they're like, kids don't talk to them anymore, but they finally got, that's what, that's And he finally knows who Jack the Ripper was. <laughs> that's, this is, this is me, this is my story, um, um, Pepe from Pepe Silva from yes, <laughs> somebody might get that. So she is going to give him a taste of his own medicine. Okay, she uh, set him up to go to the school. She blew him up, made sure everybody else was safe, and uh, we don't know this. This is where my pl- this is where my plan comes in. <laughs> this is where. It- <laughs> All right, <laughs> hear me out. <laughs> Y'all listen. <laughs> you got to know this. I'm not crazy. <laughs> if you don't believe anything I say, you got to believe this. <laughs> okay, so this is where my theory comes into play. She is going to leave a note where he admits to all of the crimes. All of the crimes. All of the crimes. And then we get happy ending. Okay. Um, she, before the bomb blew up said the most metal thing a human being has ever said well i i forgot that i was too busy um putting <laughs> i was too busy putting thumbtacks in a cork board with string she said say hi to god oh yeah say <laughs> and hi then to he god. blew up <laughs> like that is Ooh, next you know what level. she should have said what <laughs> say hi to your mom for me <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh. time for that finale. <laughs> are, are you so glad that like yeah we I don't mean, do the there's the, <laughs> the, the finales anymore? Yeah, I'm so glad that would be a weird one this week. <laughs> I got a message this week saying that that someone missed it. It was your dad, and and maybe when we get it was someone other than my dad. Oh, oh. I guess two then. Yeah. Joel misses me singing. Um, I'll sing for you any night, Joel. <laughs> Call me up. So maybe when we do a happier show and we're feeling the mood, we'll we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But we sang a song last week, guys. We wrote and recorded a song for this podcast. I think that's what inspired people to to, yeah. to be like, "Hey, I think I missed this." Yeah, if you guys miss it, let me know. I got, I kind of got the impression that people didn't like it. So 
Finale time. <laughs> Tell her I said hi. Up, folks, war is over. Brand new sheriffs come to town. We are done with acting evil. We will lay our weapons down. Are there ghosts? We're all damaged. We're all frightened. We don't know. We're all freaks, but that's all right. We'll endure it. We'll survive it. Martha, are you free tonight? Oh, she's hanging out with Martha. She's back. I call this. Um, I basically knew the plot. The pep rally kind <laughs> at the of very thing. core. At the very core, I knew yeah. what was going on. So, I was wondering if you weren't doing anything tonight. Maybe This is just Mean Girls you, with Murder. <laughs> you. She said, and I quote, my prom date blew me off. That's pretty good. Isn't that good? Yeah. Maybe we could pop some Jiffy Pop. <gasps> Jiffy Pop full circle. Something with a happy ending. I feel like I'm yelling a lot more Are this there episode. any happy endings? Do you feel like that? I don't you know. Okay. No Let me know. <laughs> I school may not ever end. So the Still, Heathers is the name you. of the popular group. I'd be honored is it? if you'd let me be your friend. My friend. We can be seventeen. I love a good reprise. She's still an accessory to murder. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know everybody's quick for a happy ending, but like if no one loves me She still has a hand in this. Someday somebody Why is no one noticing? And that's all she wrote. Yeah, that that was um that musical. So let me tell you exactly what happened. Oh no! So Veronica's a new girl at school, or maybe new she's girl. not. Who's that girl? It's Veronica, <laughs> and she is. She's at the school, and she think of Mia Thermopolis from The Princess Diaries. She's got the makings of a popular. But she's got a little bit of, of a makeover that needs to happen. If you guys haven't seen the new season of Queer Eye, I recommend it. Speaking of makeovers, off topic, but we're getting back on the train now. And so they make her over. She becomes a part of the popular kids. And then the popular kids, she realizes how bad they are. She falls in love with this dude named Ram. I think Deacon's a better name than Ram. I don't think anybody should be named Ram. But if you're going to name somebody Ram, make them awful. So <laughs> maybe nobody else will be named it. Um, and so they accidentally kill the leader of the group, Heather. Somehow. Okay. Some way. And they're like, oh, no. What do we do? So they are like, what's a way that we can kind of just make sure that nobody looks into this? So they frame it as a suicide. They write the note. And people really connect with the note because they wrote it too well. And it really made Heather, who is, I, I don't no longer think she's a badass bitch. <laughs> I think she was probably a bad person. But, um, or maybe that's just what, I don't know. I really don't know. This musical has got me all over the place. Where was I? <laughs> so, uh, um, we have. Uh, they do a suicide note. Heather's for- dead. Yes, they do a suicide note. Heather becomes this kind of like cult hero, kind of like this movie is a cult movie. And this might be the first time that my version is longer than yours. <laughs> I'm sorry. So they're at this point. And then Ram and Veronica head over heels. Lovey dovey. Shooby dooby. Shooby dooby beep bop bow. Yeah, they're pretty great. Are you a skilly bop doer? No. I'm a skilly bop doer. That's, that's for the OGs. Skilly and so uh, they, they're these two guys, and I can only associate them as, like, 
the Heather's version of um, Gilf, like the two guys from Harry Potter that are Draco Malfoy's like buddies. Crab and Goyle. Yeah, these are the Crab and Goyle of Heather's. And so Heather would be so happy to hear that. Yeah. Shout out Heather. Hope you hear it. I hope you hear it. Yeah. Um, she's great. Uh, <laughs> and so is my wife. Emily's great. Um, Heather is great. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, Emily's also Maybe great. not these Heathers, but... Yeah, these Heathers aren't aren't great. So, where were we? So, they crab and gold foil. <laughs> They've got these uh, bullets that he says are, like, bullets that won't kill them, but they'll tranquilize them. He got them from his grandfather, who served in the war. And he says, we're going to make it look like it, it was also a suicide, and we're going to make it seem like they were uh, not friends, but actually lovers. They do that thinking it will kind of ruin the reputation. They're wrong. Everybody loves them. So, like, another person joins the society, and it's kind of almost like the 27 Club of, like, musicians, like Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison, people that died and are kind of oh, like yeah. put into this upper echelon of, like, these are these young people that died too soon. Okay. And that's how everybody kind of looks at them. And then it takes it too far because, ah, I'm going to paint this picture. You didn't think I was going to get here. She says, oh, I, um, she says, I want to go back to who I was. I've changed. And he realizes that she's going to try to talk to Margaret Dumptruck, who is her bestie from like forever. And so he tries to do the same thing for her, but she survives. Guess what? Ram, you got, you got got. So she knows that because Ram got got, she now is like, this dude's got to stop. And so maybe she's only the, ex maybe she's not an accessory to murder. I mean, she, she did know about the murder and she didn't say anything, but then again, she did at the end. So maybe Veronica could be saved. Maybe redemption is on the plate for her. Okay. <laughs> Christian's like, can I please talk? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just telling you exactly. So her, uh, and, um, Margaret, I don't even know if they're together doing this, but she hacks a plan to uh to get back at well to, to murder him but i mean kind of deserved it so he was gonna bomb the whole school she actually blows him up frames him for uh all of the murders didn't frame him but like kind of joe style like puts the places for the cops so they can make an easy decision and uh then she gets back with her bestie and they're all happily ever after there might be ghosts we don't know <laughs> if there's ghosts. <laughs> but okay, that's Heather's. Um, How on the money am I? Do you remember when we did Bye Bye Birdie? And you came up with something <laughs> that was so different that it was like jarring to hear the actual plot. Because yes. it felt like you were hearing it for the first time. Like there was not any through lines that connected them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so I'm yeah. way off. You are way off Broadway. Is my version better? I would, I'd be interested in your version. Okay. Um, Notice how my version didn't have to have the blues song <laughs> at all. <laughs> okay, let's let's dig in. Our, before I begin, do you have, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the chance to ask two questions of clarification before I begin. No, you're about to give me all the clarification I need. Okay. It's 1989. You were yeah. right. So we follow Veronica Sawyer, who is a 17-year-old senior at Westerberg High. She did not move there. She was always there. Okay. 
But this high school is like any other high school. The worst. Yes. The social structure is super not nice, especially to her friend, uh, to her and her friend, Martha Dunstock. Okay. They are bullied by jocks like Ram Sweeney and Kirk Kelly, but the school is ruled by the Heathers. Weak-willed Heather McNamara, bulimic and petty Heather Duke, and the worst Heather Chandler. There's multiple Heathers. (laughs) Wow. I thought this was like a club, and they're like, this is our leader. We named ourselves after our leader. (laughs) It's like Heather the Headettes. How was I supposed to know that? Was I? Um, Did I It's called Heathers. I just thought that they named the club after their leader. Can I show you the album art? Yes. Is that okay? Yeah. Oh, so yeah, there's multiple girls on the thing. Okay, I'm wrong. Okay. We know this, but like, it's not like, it's not out of the ordinary that they could have just like, what if ever, like I was like a leader of a friend group and there was just called the Daniels. And the fact that you fundamentally had this wrong, it kind of shades of producers when you thought that Nathan Lane was every part. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes. That because you're f- so fun fundamentally off base, it's going to make sense why you were wrong. Okay. Um. So... There's three Heathers. When Ver- so Veronica gets them out of a de- out of a detention, so they give her a makeover to elevate her to the top of the social structure, the top of the charts, the top of the bops. Yep. But Heather Chandler orders Veronica to forge a love letter from Ram to her best friend Martha, promise, uh, promising her oh. with the promise of popularity if she does it. Okay, that sucks. Then she meets the mysterious poetry-quoting kid. Yeah, the cool new kid. You know the type, Daniel. His name is Jason Dean. Everyone calls him JD. JD. Now, he criticizes Veronica for betraying her friend. All just to be popular. Yeah. But then JD gets in a fight with Ram and Kurt, and Veronica is way too into JD. Oh, yeah, that fight. Remember that? Yeah, I remember the fight. Because, you know, fighting is cool. It is. Um, we have a wrestling podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Live, laugh, lariat. <laughs> is that For, a cool name? Yeah, that's a great name. I was talking to the people at home, Christian. Okay. I, I know you think it's a great name. <laughs> Veronica's parents confess to Veronica they are not quite sure if they like her new friends and would prefer that she still hang out with Martha. Yeah. Uh, you know, good parents. You're not going to go wrong with the Martha. It's true. Uh, Who's your favorite Martha? Um... Mine's probably Martha from Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. Martha, 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 Martha Washington. Ooh, not Martha Stewart. No, I mean maybe <laughs> she's been to jail. She's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, Martha Washington is George Washington's wife. Oh, George Washington really wasn't that great of a guy though. So, Lin Manuel lied to you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let him lie. Um. So Veronica flirts with JD at a Seven Eleven, which is a vibe. Um, you know, because it's the only place to flirt is a Seven Eleven. My wife. We were both pouring a slushy at the same time, and we got distracted. And as a result, um, both of our slushies overflowed, and we were like, ah. and we both reached for the napkin at the same time, and we touched hands, and that was it. I I proposed to her right there on the scene. So he talked about how Slurpees are his foundation of every new town he lives in because he lives in so many towns. Yeah. I love you, um, Emily. <laughs> um, <A> Slurpee queen. <laughs> Later at Ram's homecoming party, Veronica gets so drunk, but when the Heathers mock Martha 
Veronica pukes on Heather Chandler. Oof. Probably completely on purpose, uh, but who's to say? And Heather Chandler, of course, vows to destroy her come Monday. Oh, that's why she only has 30 hours left. Yes. With nothing left to live for, Veronica wants to have sex with JD. And, well, she does. Hell yeah. After awful dreams, Veronica with JD apologizes to Heather Chandler, who insists Veronica not talk to her until she has her hangover cure. But JD adds drain cleaner to the mug without uh, Veronica JD's noticing. Such a killer. <laughs> because earlier she said to JD that like her life would be better if if she was just gone. Yeah. So he took that assignment a little too seriously. He's one of those boyfriends. Um, Veronica. Veronica panics, but JD convinces her to forge a suicide note, which paints Heather in a much more complex and even misunderstood light. Uh, this a fictionalized version of her wins the school's sympathy. She becomes more worshipped in death than she was in life. Yeah, like Vincent Van Gogh, that bitch. <laughs> Veronica tries to get back to normal life, um, but she's mocked by Heather's ghost all the there time. There is a ghost. I was right. And the ghost is like, it's really fun um, uh-huh. because the, the ghost is like really into how popular she is. But then as yeah. the show goes on, she gets progressively more upset that people aren't remembering her. Yeah. But I, I love the line in there that of her screaming, I'm bigger than John Lennon. Uh, yes. Because it, like, she's just so pumped. Yeah. Um, uh, so she she gets uh, haunted by Heather all the time, yeah. warning her that she kept a, uh, that she kept the other Heathers in check while she was around. But without her, things are going to get worse. Yeah, for sure. She tries to rescue the... the uh, so she, so she gets a call from the remaining Heathers uh-huh. from because drunk drunk Kurt and Ram are trying to um, have their way with them. So they call Veronica to save them. But then it turns out that they made that deal like, oh, you can have Veronica if you let us go. So then Veronica has to get out of that situation. Rewind. Yeah. I'm, I might have zoned out. Uh, this is gross to repeat. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> so the two Heathers were like in a field with Kurt and Ram who were drunk. Okay. They I'm, were I'm trying clear. to have Dave. their way. Yes. So they make a deal saying, we'll get Veronica here if you let us go. Okay. I know where we're so at. Then yeah. Veronica felt played by what she thought was her friends. Yes. She um, did. But she comes, Swindled. To, she comes to school the next day. To learn that Kurt and Ram told the school that they had sex anyway. Oof. Leading to J- JD defending her, but this time he loses the fight. Gets his his ass Little, got beat, man. His tushy got squished. Now, JD and Veronica have a com- comforting moment about about like their love being God, which is problematic um, yep. and not healthy. Uh, but they decide they're going to have a vengeful prank. She will lure the jocks to the cemetery with the promise of a threesome. Then they will shoot them with a tranquilizer and leave a forged suicide note confessing that they were gay lovers. Which does bring up the fact that doesn't this open up the possibility of Veronica getting caught? Yeah. People are, like, dying and there's, like, these suicide notes, right? Yeah. And then, like, if it's a prank, they would be able to confirm it was Veronica and JD. Handwriting. So, She's been forging handwriting all the way back to Martha. So I mean, so it could be proven that she pattern. was behind all this yeah. if that was truly the plan. Which so she really covered herself in the end. Um, we'll see. <laughs> um, anyways, 
JD kills them both with real bullets. JD proclaims his love for Veronica, but she is horrified. Rightfully so. Act two. The second act opens with Ram and Kurt's funeral, since they were gay lovers, after all. Yes. They, they got to share the funeral. Yeah. For, is Veronica, that a cost-saving measure, you think? Uh, probably. Yeah. Paul, the dad, seems a little cheap. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, there's nothing to back that up. Continue. I'm sorry. Veronica reflects that they could, they could outgrow their immaturity, but... Veronica, people are dying. Come on. People are dying, Veronica. <laughs> Ram's dad at the funeral is very critical of Kurt's dad for remaining homophobic. Oh. But then they kiss each other, revealing that they had a secret love affair, so it's fine. Yeah. JD sees this as a win because he made the town more tolerant, <laughs> which Veronica is very upset yeah. that he makes that point. Yes. <laughs> the exact line is, is that... Tolerance in the air? <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> um, but he thinks they should target yeah, Heather D next. Heather D. Heather D. She refuses, so he complains that they do nothing. Then they say what is happening is okay. So it's up to them to do something. He then uh, reveals that he witnessed his mother's death as a child. So I'm going to give you a little bit of breakdown about his parents yeah so his dad is a demolitionist yeah so he blows up buildings i am a demolitionist tell me where the ammunition is oh am i talking too loud sometimes i get over excited and we're off at the mouth i'm sorry christian i, I promise that i'll make y'all proud we're not gonna put you in front of a crowd uh you are i'm here <laughs> um so I've his dad earphones. is a demolitionist and a really shitty dude like yeah. that's important um, and so that's so, where he gets the bomb training. And he witnessed um, his mom die, but so dad was going to blow up this library and mom like to get there and, and mom goes in to try to stop it because you, it's kind of alluded to that he's hired by people to blow up buildings with people in them. So oh. mom goes in to try to save it, kind of knowing she'll die anyway. That's so dark. Um, and, but he saw her die. Like, so that's... That's important. And his, him and his dad have an awful relationship. Um, yeah. But so Veronica gives him an ultimatum to give up violence or she leaves. So he agrees that they're going to just be 17. That, this is all they're going to do. Uh, Martha tells Veronica she suspects JD of murdering the jocks, believing that the fake note from the start was real and that it being a love note proves that they weren't gay. Uh-huh. But Veronica is urged by the ghost of Heather to conf to confess that the note is fake. And she does. Which, of course, crushes Martha. Her whole sense of yeah. purpose is now done and dead. Um, now, the guidance counselor, Miss Fleming, is the worst. Um, so she kind of, like, gets some kind of thrill out of these kids killing themselves because it gets her on TV. Okay, yeah. Um. So she holds a, a televised bad. therapy assembly and urges everyone to, everyone to talk about their fears and insecurities, but only Heather M. admits to suicidal thoughts. Oh. Um, which is lifeboat. Um, Heather D. mocks her. You told her. me that was Veronica. No, I didn't. Okay. Sorry. I said that it was, about, it was about suicidal thoughts. I did not say Veronica. Um, Heather D. mocks her and... Gets the students into a frenzy. Veronica lashes out and blurts out that they didn't kill themselves. I killed them. So Veronica she owns it. it. She owns it. Um, everyone laughs. And Heather D says, 
that she only said that because she wants to be popular. Gross. Heather M. tries to kill herself by overdose in the bathroom, but Veronica stops her and kind of holds her and is like genuinely her friend and there for her. Um, Now, JD tells Veronica that Heather D. almost made Heather M. kill herself. So with a gun in hand, he tells Veronica to kill her um, because, like, that's the only way. Like, she is still the problem. Like, there yeah. is still a problem. It's still our job to fix this. This mm. is our world. We have to craft it in a to be a better place. This is yeah. up to us. So she um, breaks up with him with a banger song that we heard. Dead Girl Walking? No. Um, um, I Say No. Okay, yeah. And that's is when that, she, she breaks up with him. Is that the British one? Yeah. Okay. Um, so Did she G- break up with him though in the other musical though. If yeah, yeah, it's just they they gave it a song here. Okay. Um. Uh. So JD then blackmails Heather D into making students sign a petition. Uh huh. Oh, okay. He tells her it's a petition uh, of the get them like on MTV or something. Yeah, but Music we television. we know what the petition is. So Martha Morning Ram jumps off a bridge. So she actually does it. Yeah, kindergarten boyfriend. That's Martha. Martha yeah. is her kin- uh, is Martha a man? Martha is her best friend. Kindergarten boyfriend. Singing about um Ram. Oh, uh, because thought- Ram did like they did when they were in kindergarten, they had a relationship. I thought you were saying Martha was her kindergarten boyfriend. <laughs> That's why I was very confused. Okay. I mean, all for it, like fair fair fair. So, Veronica rushes to the hospital but is taunted by the ghosts of Kurt, Ram, and Heather. She returns home when JD breaks in. She barricades herself in the closet. He reveals that the petition by, signed by every student is actually a mass suicide note. Along with his plans to blow up the pep rally and make it look like a mass suicide, mm-hmm. using his father's demol- demolition expertise to devise the plot. He breaks open the closet, defying Veronica dangling from a noose. So he's upset and he leaves to complete his plan. She uh-huh. faked it, though. So she faked that suicide races the stop was that her like speaks like on the fly thinking yeah i think it's kind of her plan though because okay. she she knows that he wanted look too much into it because it's like everywhere yeah okay which kind of shows that like he was never the detail guy here he yeah. never had the plan yeah he never saw anything through so veronica is culpable um veronica uh, so she faked her suicide and races to stop jd she confronts him in the boiler room and they and they struggle back and forth. They fight over a gun, and okay. JD is shot. Unable to disarm the detonator, um, Veronica t- takes it to the empty football field out of rain to detonate the bomb. Like she, she's gonna blow herself up to save okay. everybody else. JD con- convinces her um, that that he'll take it instead. Okay. She doesn't have to die. He'll trade his life for hers because he does love her. Okay. Um, it explodes, killing only him. Um, now she goes back to school uh, and takes the red scrunchie from he- Heather D. The thing about the red scrunchie is the original Heather had a red scrunchie, uh-huh. and that showed that she was in charge. Oh! So when she died, this next Heather took the red scrunchie because she's she's in charge now. Okay. Um, gotcha, gotcha. But she takes it from her as like a power move and kisses her cheek as this weird, yeah. very like, this is done now. And so she declares that the era of social criticism is over. Veronica invites Martha and Heather M over to hang out. And sometimes, depending on the production, she'll invite both Heathers. 
to okay. like just be their friend. They rent a movie and uh, and let the kids be kids, and that's how the show ends. I have gone back and forth on this of whether or not Veronica is culpable. Okay, I think if we want to break down technically, I think that she's getting off a little easy here. Okay, so she didn't kill first Heather. JD did that. JD yeah. shot and killed Kurt and Ram. She thought they were going to be tranquilized. Did not know there was murder intent. Mm-hmm. He saves Heather McNamara from from um, killing herself, and she stopped JD from blowing up the school. She technically did nothing like. But she was all like, after he did the first thing, she was willing to move on. Yes, yeah. look past it. Yeah. But but from her perspective, there was a greater good. Yes, but that doesn't mean Problematic. That she's not culpable. Well, she's culpable in that, but did, but she would if you look at an actual court system. And I would love for someone to like break down from a legal standpoint how this would yeah. work. Uh, legally, yeah, she's definitely like she committed crimes. But I just think like morally, there is a little bit to her where she there, kind of got a little e- off easy with this. And I think it's the Harry Potter debate. Yes. And um, I, I hope this makes sense. So in the last Harry Potter, like the only way he can beat Voldemort is he has to give up his life willingly, not knowing he would come back. Yeah. She, so for this to work, for her to not be culpable, I think, she was willing to die to save everyone. Yeah. Okay. And it's the fact that she didn't, well, now she has a new life. Okay. Now, now she is born again to a certain degree. She has a second shot. Um, and hopefully going forward, though, she won't associate with um, cool bad guys. Yeah, I, I get that. That makes sense. I don't think I would hang out with her, but I think maybe she's earned a little bit. I don't know. They have Jiffy Pop. Ah. <laughs> I think she should do six months, and then I'll be cool. <laughs> and maybe probation for a little bit. Yeah. They, they, they have to, like, go on dates with her and be like... <laughs> <laughs> they have to vet every one of her boyfriends like <laughs> till the end of time because if you look at it we know that she had two b- boyfriends one of them was an attempted what assaulter two? her ram no they weren't a bo- she that wasn't her kindergarten boyfriend that's martha okay well martha dunstock her best friend before all this happened she dated ram martha in kindergarten had like they were kindergarten relationship yeah not veronica okay sorry <laughs> i don't sorry. know why i don't know why this is the thing you're choosing to fight <laughs> to fight me no on. I, I i explained it like three minutes ago I, i'm sorry I, I thought it clicked this, this was a tough one okay this one was difficult for me and it's still a little hazy but i we have opportunity to watch it which yeah is i actually can't wait to watch this on roku with you i think you'll really enjoy it yeah, the, the the guy, um, the the JD in it has the Christian Slater down, and uh-huh. when Christian Slater did it, um, he <laughs> is open about that it was just his best Jack Nicholson impression. So that's why you like it so much. Yes, Christian's everything a sucker goes for Jack Nicholson. Yeah, he's the best. That's my takeaway. Yeah. And speaking of takeaways, what's your takeaway from this show? Because I think there actually is lessons to be learned here. Well, obviously, there's the one if you're going through something, um, like you're not alone. People care about you. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, it gets better. So that's definitely a big takeaway from it. Uh, I think not compromising yourself for others. 
you want to be loved but for who you are and when you sacrifice part of yourself for popularity you're never going to be happy with it yeah no matter what like don't compromise yeah especially when it comes to being you yeah um so there is a line in the last song i said nobody may love me now but someday somebody will yes there is that light at the end of the tunnel it does get better it does get easier high school sucks <laughs> um and high school kind of never, like this in the show, never really ends. Yeah. Like the dynamics that you struggle through are always going to be there. Yes. But you're always going to have people in your corner. And and then JD's from, like, him as a character was this broken dude because his family life was really hard. Uh-huh. And she says earlier in the show that she wished they met when they were younger before he decided the world was broken. Uh-huh. Because then he could have been okay. Yeah. Um, it's never too late to not be okay and to have people in your corner. Like uh-huh. nothing is beyond repair. Yeah. Um, and it will be okay. 100%. Yes. <laughs> um, and we hope that you had a okay time. We hope you had a fun time. Um, thank you, uh, Daniel, for suggesting this show. Oh. Um, You're the good kid from your school? Kid from my school. I, look, uh, I looked at him this week, and I said, hey, what show should we do? And without hesitating, he said, Heathers. Uh, and I said, okay. It's been heavily requested. That's all the trigger I needed to do it. I'm disappointed in you, Daniel. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, this one was a fun one. <laughs> it was one that I knew you would... Um, struggle. Struggle, but like it's one of those musicals that's so out there. Yeah. I just kind of wanted to really go back to because we've been doing kind of these historical pieces that yeah. like musicals can be anything they can Music, be outrageous no, they're they either historical or they take place in high school okay <laughs> <laughs> musicals happen two places history or high school <laughs> mm-hmm. um but i just wanted to remind you that musicals can be anything yeah and sometimes they can tell really outlandish stories that do have great takeaways sure and, yeah and, i agree like, some stories even though they're a little bit darker darker um do deserve to be told just as much as any other show who but lives who dies who tells your story absolutely um so we hope you enjoyed it this week um yeah. we'll be back next week with with more fun uh, you can find us on all the social medias yeah uh, we're we're gonna put up some cool heather's posts this week because there's a lot of fun uh, internet content there yeah um that i can't wait to share um i'm gonna give some shout outs real quick yeah these are just cool people that listen to the podcast. Is this the green room segment? Uh, kind of. Um, so, Hendy, thank you for listening. Thank you for reaching out. Zachary, thank you for listening. Allison, thank you for suggesting last week's, not last week's, Music Man episode. Thank you for that. Overall, just everybody. Guys. Yeah. Like, uh, Shannon, Aaron, over on Facebook, thank you guys for reaching out. Let's like, see. something that we always say, which will remain true, is like, it, it is an open inbox. Yeah. And like, like, it's... We get a lot of messages every week, and that's amazing that y'all are so invested yeah. in this and this project that we have going. Um, so I, I am very grateful for for everyone involved. That. Yeah, Molly over on Instagram, uh, basically Miss Piggy. She that that's her username. Uh, she's always like liking all of our stuff. So thank you for that. I'm just gonna get some shout outs to people. Uh, Noel, thank you. Jake, thank you. Seth, thank you. Chloe, thank you. Reagan. Dahlia, Mitch, Jenny, Amanda, Oliver, Georgia, I think, Samantha, Verena, uh, Alex, Haley, 
Ania, Corey, Lauren, Yale Langworthy. Shout out to Yale. Uh, Lauren Jones over in England. Um, Katie Rose, Gabriel, <laughs> Charles Schmelzer, Lily, and Miguel. Those are all just the people that like <laughs> the picture of Joel. <laughs> Thank you guys for liking that. Uh, but seriously, there's people on TikTok. Katie Simone, uh, Copper Oxygen. On what? <laughs> yeah, it's his name. Uh, it's his username. Keelan, Dahlia Cosplay, uh, Curio Connor, Aaron, Jared Vicino, Coltis Blackband. He's pretty good. Check him out. Alice N, Heather. Not your Heather, but she has a picture of a bunny on her page so thanks everybody who listens i'm gonna no you're not playing me off you're not playing me (laughs) off we haven't even gotten to twitter yet (laughs) if anything we should (laughs) stop it christian (laughs) um let's see there's uh, charlene f always post on twitter that she's listening sharon horwat i hope i said that right Thank you. You always interacting with Twitter. Uh, we have Lexi on Twitter. Lexi everywhere, actually. She's she's a big supporter. But just thanks, everybody who's listened. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Dad. Thank you, Emily. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, uh, <laughs> Pago. Thank you, Lauren. Maybe thank you, Heather. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But just thank everybody so much for listening um, this week. Do you have anything else you want to add before I play us out? No, I am satisfied <laughs> with the amount that has been spoken on this episode. Daniel was really long-winded this episode. Uh, we're going to be played out by the notorious B.I.G. <laughs> Hypnotize. Hit it. Detroit players.